0: Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringe-worthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez, and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. I don't even know who I am anymore, you know. I moved to Scottsdale with my boyfriend in December, and it's been over a month, which is mind-blowing. Where has the time gone? 2022 is just zipping by. But let me tell you, I don't know what's going to happen to me in the summer. You know, Arizona summers. I heard the low... Is 103. That's the low. And I am from Miami, and it is humid and it is hot over there, but it's not a hundred. We're not baking or frying outside. And I have spent a summer vacation in Vegas and I almost died. So I don't know. Thoughts and prayers for me, summer in Arizona, but for now I'm shocked to say. I am in love with Scottsdale. I love it here. I'm almost bummed that I haven't been here long enough to enjoy or I don't get to spend as much time here as I would like to because of my job. I work a lot. As many of you know, I've been on a plane every other week for the past year. And I moved here December 29th, and I've maybe been here a total of Three weeks total. I had my friend Vishal Pravani's wedding in Cancun. Then I had to go home for some work for a couple of days. And now I'm going home again for a few days. But I am loving it here. And I'm shocked. I'm shocked because, you know, when you're from a place like Miami or New York, you know, you like to think that you're cosmopolitan and everywhere else is basically a village. I've been mistaken you know, Scottsdale is pretty cool. There's so much to do here. The people are incredible. And there's actually, in my opinion, more diversity here than Miami. And so, so far, I am loving it here, loving the weather. It's high 30s and 40s in the early morning. And then by noon, it's 60. And then by, you know, the afternoon, it's, You know, again in the 50s. And then by the time it's nighttime, it's in the high 40s again. But I am doing things here that I have never done in my entire life. You know, for example, this week alone, I went rock climbing, indoor rock climbing, and I went kayaking. The last time I went kayaking was maybe when I was 13, when I went to the Florida Keys with a bunch of people in my family, like a bunch of family friends. And I've never been rock climbing. I mean, that's just not shit I do, you know. And when we first moved here, December 29th, a couple of weeks after, we actually climbed Camelback Mountain, which is a huge mountain here that kind of looks like a cute little hill until you have to climb it. I thought there was going to be a trail. You know, I've traveled a lot and usually mountains and hikes, have trails, you know, like paved pathways. Little did we know, midway, the railing just stops. There's no more railing. And you're alpining. I was an alpinist. You know, you're rock climbing for the rest of the two hours. And it was very scary. But once you're midway, you're like, well, now I got to keep going. And then there's children with families climbing. And you're like, well, if they're doing it, then sure as hell I can do it. Except uh, it was terrifying. I mean, after we hiked Camelback, I felt like I had achieved something because your girl's never been on a hike. You know, I was that girl that made fun of people that went hiking. You know, I'm turning into all the things that I poo-pooed, you know, becoming mostly vegan, uh, becoming this crunchy granola yoga person that hikes. I mean, ill, gross, but it's slowly happening. It's just, I think it's just age. You know, that's what I think it is. And people say age is just a number and I am young at heart, but I think all of these lifestyle changes have happened because I want to preserve my youth. And at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, Healthy living just promotes youthfulness. And so I think that's where all of this is coming from. And of course, just enjoying the time that I have while I am in in Arizona because I'm not here forever. You know, it's a temporary gig that my boyfriend has here. And so we're not going to be here forever. And there's a big distinction between outdoor activities and like scorching heat and then outdoor activities in pleasant, gorgeous fall like weather. So I'm enjoying all of what Scottsdale, Phoenix, the whole Arizona state of Arizona has to offer while the weather is impeccable, because I can guarantee you, you won't be hearing this tone from me when I'm having a heat stroke in the summer. And so because I've been on this outdoor kick for the first time in my life, a lot of firsts, I thought, you know, why not do something really special for Valentine's Day? And I know the pod is called Currently Cringing. And guess what? Valentine's Day is fucking cringe. It's gross. It's disgusting. I can tell you, I have spent the past five Valentine's Days alone and single and Ecstatic and elated. I've never been that person that was sad to be single on Valentine's Day. You know, I celebrated Valentine's Day and Singles Day. It was just like, you know, more candy for me. My mom and my dad have been my Valentines for the past five years. And so this is my first Valentine's Day with a significant other in a really long time. And I'm not big on Valentine's Day, I never celebrated it even when I was, you know, in relationships, but I just thought it's different this year. It just feels different because I'm in a serious relationship with someone that I'm hoping, you know, I would like to get married to this person. And so I thought, why not do something really special and going with the theme of the outdoors and nature and enjoying this incredible gorgeous west coast weather. Why not go to Big Sur? And Big Sur has been on my bucket list for the past 10 years. And the first time I heard about Big Sur was when Condé Nast released their travel places to visit in I think it was like 20, 20 2009 or something. Like it was something a long it was a long time ago. And I had never heard of Big Sur. You know, I'd been to Carmel, Carmel by the Sea, which is a gorgeous town, back in two thousand ten, maybe, but I had never been to Big Sur. And of course, we all watched, you know, Big Little Lies. Love that show, and it had always been on my bucket list. And now I'm on the West Coast. I thought, why not go with my boyfriend to Big Sur? And he was a champ. He drove the entire way and handled those treacherous treacherous curves on the on the roads like a champ and the views were just mind-blowing and i've tra- traveled quite a bit and for me big sur is probably the most beautiful place i have seen in america so far i mean it was just magical and i was told by the locals that there's usually fog and It's gloomy a lot of the times and there's rain, but it was the first time in over a decade that they had a couple of really nice sunny days in a row. And we were just so fortunate to have that incredible weather. And I saw some redwoods, cliffs. We drove down the PCH and it was really just magical. You know, I took my boyfriend to Carmel by the sea. He had never been, and we went to Carmel Bakery and we enjoyed all these yummy goodies. And it was just, it was just perfect. So that's what we did during the weekend. But what I didn't tell you guys was the fiasco that happened. So we basically booked an early flight. I like early flights because I think there's less of a chance for cancellation. And the airport isn't crowded, it's peaceful, and then you have the whole day at your destination. So I booked this early flight, which most people, a lot of my friends, like friend of the show Dits, is like, why do you book these like early fucking flights? It's horrible. I'm like, I don't wanna waste the day. You know, I don't wanna spend the middle of the day in a plane. And then when I land at my destination, it's, you know, half the day's gone. So I booked this early flight, and of course, we get to the airport, and My boyfriend realizes he's left his wallet at home. And so he goes back home in an Uber to get his wallet. And I'm trying to stay calm. You know, it's, we've been together almost a year, but I'm still not showing him that I'm batshit crazy. I mean, he knows I'm batshit crazy because you spend a little bit of time with me and you know, you know, there's a little cuckoo happening there, but. I still haven't shown him my full-blown, you know, Frankenstein. You know, the gloves aren't off. The gloves are still on. So I'm pretending that I'm a compassionate, kind, normal human being girlfriend. And I'm staying calm on the phone. Meanwhile, I am livid because this ruins the entire plans I've made. Because, you know, I'm that girlfriend. I'm the one planning The trips and what we're doing because my boyfriend's extremely busy and he's always working. So guess who has to plan the trips? And guess what, guys? I have no problem doing that because I want it done my way anyway. You know, if we left the plan up to him, I don't know. Maybe we'd be at Chuck E. Cheese. Who knows? But in any case, he's rushing back home in the Uber. We live about 20 minutes away from the airport. But now I see the security line is just getting longer and longer. And so I think I'm going to schmooze my way into this and skip the line. And that's usually what has happened in the past. If I'm really late and I'm going to miss a flight, you know, they're kind enough at TSA to let you skip because they'd rather you get through than, you know, miss your flight. That didn't happen here. They said, well, If your boyfriend's not here, we can't really help you. And then when he does get here, the line's just getting longer and longer and we can't help you skip the line. But you can go apply for clear. So clear is that scam thing where apparently you skip the line, except what they don't tell you is that you skip the line, but you don't skip the line to put your bags into the conveyor belt thing the security check. So, okay, you skip the line and you get to the officer who's going to check your passport or whatever, but you don't skip the line to put your bags in the conveyor belt thing. So I was conned into buying clear. Either way, our flight was at 9.01 a.m. and it's now 8.58 and my boyfriend's like, I'm here, babe. And obviously we're not going to make it. I'm devastated. And by this point, you know, a little bit of my aggravation is coming out, like the crazies coming out. Like I'm turning into the Hulk. Like I'm not fully green yet because that's reserved for when you're married. Full on Hulk is like for husband, you know? Like you don't need to waste your Hulk on a boyfriend. So I'm turning green, but I'm not fully green. It's like just my arms and my feet were green, you know? Like semi. Hulkish, and he could tell. And then I don't know, guys. I don't know what got into him. He said, You know what? I'm going to buy the tickets again. We'll just take a later flight. Don't worry, babe. I got this. We're going to take care of it. The guy spent a stupid amount of money to basically go to San Francisco, which is just a two hour cheap flight. But because we missed our flight, you know, whatever was left was very expensive. And he spent the money. And we were supposed to land in San Francisco and drive to Big Sur that same day, except what we did was instead land in San Francisco and hang out in San Francisco and then go to the Odeon concert. Shout out to Odeon. The concert was amazing in YOLO nightclub. Everyone there was 12 years old, but we had a lovely time. And then on Sunday, we decided let's drive to Big Sur. And then we went back home. So we landed Saturday, like at 2 p.m. We were supposed to leave at 9 a.m. and land at 10 a.m. because there's a time change. California is an hour behind Arizona. And so we just ended up flipping the script and everything worked out and it was magical. But I really think you need to travel with your significant other to get to know each other. You know, we've already been to Greece. We had a big trip to Greece in November or October, was it? Yeah, October. And then we've been on a few, you know, domestic trips. But this was a trying trip because we were put in this like, Pressure situation where, you know, my boyfriend left his ID and we missed our flight, which isn't, you know, something I do. You know, I told him, I'm like, babe, that's a rookie move. But he was exhausted and he did leave his wallet. And at the end, he made up for it. Am I thrilled about it? No, because at the end of the day, we together ended up spending $2,000 almost to go to San Francisco, which is two hours away from here. You know, if we were going to Paris or something and we had these crazy plans, then I wouldn't feel so bad. But we basically spent all that money to go to like the town over. But it was worth it. It was magical. And he did see me get angry, I think, for the first time. But I wasn't full blown angry. You know, I was like semi angry. But that was our Valentine's Day weekend. And then on actual Valentine's Day, I decided to take us kayaking. Again, who the fuck am I? I don't know. But I think I'm doing all these activities because it's, you know, the weather's gorgeous. It's like 60 degrees. And what's wrong with kayaking in 60 degree weather? I just don't want to kayak in a swamp like the Everglades when it's like 99 degrees. But there are also no animals here. I mean, the animals that are there are like deadly, like scorpions and like monitor lizards. But in the water, you know, like it's not like they have gators. I mean, I hope they don't have gators. But I went kayaking with my boyfriend on Valentine's Day and it was just magical. And then we found a Colombian restaurant because I was missing like Latin food. And it felt like I was in Miami in that restaurant. And we had some arepas, which are these cornmeal cakes. And just had the best time ever. And we didn't bone because we were too tired because we're in our mid 30s. But it was a simple, fun, lovely Valentine's Day. And I just wanted to let everyone know to never give up hope that you'll not find someone or find someone. And also there's no point in being with someone if they're not your person. The amount of people that messaged me on Valentine's Day telling me that they were so sad that they were single and they were alone. I can't relate because I've always been happy with myself. And I think that's also one of my pitfalls, you know, because it doesn't take much for me to cut you out of my life because if you're disturbing my peace in any way, shape or form, I don't want you in it. And so I just wanted to let you guys know that if you are lonely or you were sad on Valentine's Day, I mean, Ditz had a singles party for Valentine's Day and it was lit in Manhattan. But just know that if you're looking for someone, that person is out there. You know, I don't want to sound Cringy and cliche, even though I do right now, but take it from someone who spent the past five years alone, single and celibate living with their parents. And I was happy every second of it, even though I feel like some days society and outsiders wanted to be wanted me to be unhappy. I was never miserable. And I think you have to know what you want and then it happens. And I never knew what I wanted. And now I kind of know. And like I've said, there are no guarantees. I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm enjoying every moment. I enjoyed my Valentine's Day. And yeah, I just had a really good time. And I'm doing things that I've never done before, especially in the outdoors. You know, I don't know who I am. Call me Ranger Anish. I've also met a bunch of awesome people here who watch Family Karma, who listen to the pod. And so that's been fun, too. So, you know, if anyone listening is in the Scottsdale, Phoenix area, you know, send me a DM. This is kind of my new home, even though I won't be here for the next 10 days. And that's a whole nother, you know, situation. You know, if I'll be brief and we'll get into that in the next podcast, When you're in a millennial relationship and both of you have busy careers and you travel and you're not really together a lot, I told my boyfriend crystal clear, because I hate men, you know, but I like the D. So, you know, what are you going to do? And so I'm with a man. What else can I say? So I hate men, but I have a boyfriend. And I told him, I said, look, when I'm away, I don't want to hear that. Oh my God, babe, I'm so sorry. I like waltzed into someone's apartment, and the next thing I know, my penis waltzed into their pussy. Like, no, you don't hang out with girls while I'm gone. You don't like girls' photos on Instagram who are not your mother or your cousin or me or friends that are married you know, even though that's dangerous, too, you know, but there are rules. And I'm very open, you know, I'm a very jealous person. And so we'll get into that in the next podcast. Like, how do you deal with the rules of what can and cannot be done when you're in a relationship and you travel a lot separately? We'll get into that but that's a sneak peek for next time. But in the meantime, we have a very exciting podcast for next week with Nadia from Indian Matchmaking, and we are talking all things wedding planning. And so I can't wait for you guys to hear that. She was very vulnerable and open on that episode, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to that. And remember, guys, representation matters. I'm one of the few South Asian Indian women with a podcast, with a network, you know, Dear Media. so grateful to Dear Media and my producer, Marshall. Hi, Marshall. Everyone, it's so important. If you enjoy listening to my podcast, please subscribe and write a review. It would mean the world to me. Till next time, thank you so much. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.